Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Hello and welcome this week. We're going to be talking about what ignites your heart and soul for passion, to be passionate about the livingness of life. So, you know, I'll start really briefly. And I have with me Kathleen, Whitney, and Sarah this week. And we're just going to be coming to you to talk about this and have a really in-depth discussion because without passion, we, we don't even really feel alive, you know? So the first thing that I would share with it is, are you just coasting through life, just kind of doing your job, doing your relationship, just kind of there, and then it gets a little boring? Or are you designing your life, kind of thinking about how could you level something up? How could you add just a little bit of spark? Because I know I used to do this. I would get established and I would have something working and then I would start just coasting kind of like, you know, just going along. And then I would, it's almost as if I woke up one day and I'm like, I am so bored. I'm just doing the same thing every day, every day. And I used to look outside of myself. I used to try to change my environment or, or, you know, something outside of me to do it. And then I realized the passion starts in me. And then the results of that excitement and passion start to show up outside of me. And it could look like going on a trip. It could look like hiking. It could look like having fun. You know, instead of what are you doing this weekend? I don't know. Well, design your weekend. What do you do for a living? Oh, I just do this. Well, how can you do that with fire in it? Right? Something that gives you that boost of eternal energy and love and passion. How can you bring that to the table? And it becomes very addictive. It's like a lot of fun. Like for me, I can't even live without it now. I love it. It just, it just ignites my soul and it makes me feel alive. And I don't get bored anymore because boredom is really boring. So I'm going to open this up to, <laughs> to everyone else and, and see what my lovely sisters have to say about this. A life without passion is a life without living, right? It's the spice of life. It's what makes it all sort of come together. And I love that you mentioned passion in so many different areas that is not just about one thing. It's not just about work or romantic relationships that you can be passionate about lots of things. And what happens when you're passionate about something is that it actually moves you to action. And that's the, the good thing. And the other thing that you mentioned that I think is really important is that it gets us to tap in to the present, right? And being in touch with what we are feeling 
in any given moment. And if that is not the way you want to, to be feeling, to take some steps, to take some action and do something about that. And I, I'm a big believer in designing your life, um, having a vision for your life. And one of the things that you can take into account is or are the things that you're passionate about. So recently, I and I think I've mentioned this to you guys, you know, over a course of time, I am a painter and I am a photographer and I really had not been doing any of those things lately. Not for any particular reason. The painting for a particular reason, I don't really have a, that the house as I um, have constructed my office and space, it doesn't lend itself really to painting. And so I've decided to like focus my creative attention in a different way and, and start drawing. And it's something that I have wanted to do for a long time as a logical, analytical, self ascribed person for a really long time in my life, I did not explore my creative side because I didn't think I had one. And then when I sort of thought that I had one, I was afraid that I wouldn't be good. And it finally dawned on me, I don't have to be good. You know, all I have to do is do the things that I want to do. And so if something that you're interested in, you're not taking action on because you're afraid of being a beginner. You're afraid of having to start over again or that you're not being good. I would say, let go of that. that that's not important. Enjoying the things that you're doing. There, there are enough things in life that we are doing sort of because we have to. And so when you have the opportunity to explore other aspects of your being, absolutely do that. So I, I picked up my sketchbooks and I actually been dragging them around with me for a couple of weeks before I actually started drawing anything. And then the other day, I just had this hankering to draw a horse. I don't know why. Well, I guess I do know why. I wanted to draw and I want horses. So I guess I decided I'll draw horses. <laughs> and so I drew my very first horse. It wasn't wholly bad. And um, to prove, you know, the, the importance of doing things that you're passionate about, doing things for the first time, not feeling that you have to be an expert at something I actually shared. I actually shared the horse. That's not a bad horse for somebody who drew it in three seconds. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Claudette just drew a horse at the spur on the spur of the moment. So it's just one of those things where you've got to be willing to let go. And, and that's part of being passionate about something is just being willing to go with the flow tap into whatever it is. And maybe maybe you want to go the, the other way and tap into your logical side or, you know, science or something a little more structured or whatever it is. Be open. Hiking, running, you know, whatever it is. Just, I say, just do it. Take a page from Nike's book and just do it. 
I absolutely love that. Just do it. You know, and when you were talking, you said the spice of life, right? And that's so crucial. But you brought something up within my heart. It's like, what do we turn our awareness to? Because if we turn our awareness to the negative stuff, that is a passion drain, right? Like if we're always just focusing on the negative stuff and I've had people go, Claudette, I'm just looking at reality. This is what's happening. But if we think about it, we usually get through everything and no matter how bad it is, right? We usually get through it. So what do we turn our awareness to? You know, let's turn our awareness to the fun, passionate stuff. It's interesting you just said that, Claudette, because some people are really passionate about negative, hateful things, right? And we're seeing a lot of that. And so people, and and I mentioned passion is what drives us, but this goes to your point about how you want to design your life. Is that the life that you want to live? Is that how you want to be driven emotionally emotionally? towards, you know, stuff that's a, a rancor and angst and hatred. Yes, you could be passionate and spew that, but is that the life that you want? And I, I think that's the piece that's really important and figuring out when you are passionate about something to get in touch with what's going on, whether what you are expressing comes out the way you want it. So is it in art, right? I could be an artist and lots of people are artists and some people are passionate about their art and they do some dark things, right? And so that's what's coming out of them. All they have to ask, is that what I want to come out? If it's what they want to come out, then that's fine. That's them. But that is them being present in the moment and being intentional about what it is they are expressing from out of their soul. Well, and to your point, Whitney, Deepak Chopra just, well, I heard something where he said, he spoke on this and he said, peace protesters, peace protesters. Let me say that again. They're protesting and they're angry. They're angry about there not being peace. And so it's the oxymoron of passion and then where you're living in that passion. And so it's, it's an amazing point that you ladies bring up today because focusing our passion into the right synergy of what we want to recreate in our life is extremely important part of this conversation because you could direct it into an area of life that would, could create a negative impact or a negative emotion that's continuing to rise because if you're protesting not the protesting is bad and not that peace protesters are bad but are they angry yes they're protesting what they're upset and angry about and they're focused on stopping that and so it's just such a valid part of this conversation and I thank you all for even just opening the door for it I think you're right Sarah you know that anything that is bringing up complaining whining talking about other people behind their backs, anything that we live in that brings um, an emotion that's less than joy and laughter and fun doesn't create a passionate life. And that's, you know, a double negative there, but the passion comes from joy, uh, from laughter, from 
really feeling in your body for me, from my perspective, feeling in my body really tells me a lot. You know, last week I went to a surgeon for an appointment that there were some precancerous cells and the surgeon says, you have to have an MRI. You have to have another biopsy to put a marker in there. You have to have surgery. You have to be on medications for five years after that. Well, you know, like it went like this whole list and the way I live my life is not in fear. Usually, usually I listen to my body. I listen to my heart. And when I'm in alignment, that's what we're talking about is about being in alignment. And that's what brings joy and passion in your life. When I'm in alignment, I feel great, but I was out of alignment and I started to give her my power because I started to live in the fear and I started to listen to the statistics and all the things that she shared with me. Now, everything she said could be a truth that that is a truth for her. It's not a truth for me. You know, it's not a truth for me. And so my reaction was heavy and angry and sad. And then I just gave in. In that moment, I gave in. Once I left, I had a conversation with my teacher, my coach. And by the time I got done with my conversation with my I felt lifted up. And so what I do to live a life of purpose and passion is to actually listen to my body respond to what's not feeling right for me. If I'm out of alignment, then I shift that to something else. I sit and I allow myself to feel through it. You can meditate. You can go for a walk, move your body, laugh, put some music on and and dance, watch a comedy, shift the energy. So where you can be in the feeling of something that brings passion to your life and shift the energy that you're you're sitting in. I love that you mentioned the feeling because Now, you know, we're talking about passion, but what creates a desirable passion? Because Whitney talked about some people have passion and it's anger. Some people have passion. And then you said, well, passion for you is joy. Sarah said it was an interesting point. What you're going to create more of. So if if the feeling, it it either sucks or it doesn't. Let's just get real simple. (laughs) The feeling either sucks and it's not fun or it is fun and it's, pleasant, right? You could be in the middle and kind of just numbed out, but the numbed out kind of sucks too, because that's the rut, right? That's not that passionate. And then you're like, what's the point here? So it's designing our life to get to the point that we are so solid in our soul that we get to that point. Because otherwise, if you have feelings that are hopeless, I mean, there's a lot of people in fear right now. There's a lot of people that are losing hope about what's happening in the world and different things that are going on. So what would you guys say to our listeners if if they're going through that? What would you say to them? I would say to go back to the basics and start your day with some pure gratitude and find out where passion is rising, even in just your gratitude alone and paying more attention to when you do feel good and do whatever you can to put that on repeat, 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 so that you can level up into a state of being that you can recognize good passions when they pass you by and you can capture them and expand on them, right? To your point is, you know, what you're seeing now or what you're experiencing now is a direct reflection in your future. 
And so those are just my two cents on, on things that you could do now if you're starting to feel a little on the lower side. I feel like I shared a it or down or whatever the feelings are. There, you can shift that by movement, by meditation, by gratitude, by putting music on and dancing. Nothing moves energy better than awesome music to dance to. You know, it even brings a smile on your face. Call a friend and go to lunch with someone or go for a walk with someone else. Always, so shift the energy that you're sitting in because that is what you're creating. You're creating what you don't want by just, just sitting in it. Go ahead, Sarah. I remember several years ago, I was in just this lull of everything. It kind of seemed like a, an everything lull. And it came, it came out of nowhere, and I really was uncertain about why I was experiencing it. And to get out of that, I committed to volunteering for as many things during the holidays that I could absolutely get my hands on. So if it came in front of me, it was a, an event or a foundation or something, I signed up. And I went and that's it to your point, Kathleen, is I got moving and I put myself in places where people were doing amazing, good things for our community. And I was able to give back in those moments and really experience the shift and experience the amazing, beautiful gifts that came from me going to those things. There's one in particular where I volunteered for a real estate event learned of a program that I'm still using to this day that has absolutely netted us thousands and thousands of dollars. But I wasn't going to go to the event except for I realized I could volunteer and I could attend. And so I think it's, I'm just describing that, yes, I've been there and I've done that and it does absolutely work. And I shifted the trajectory of where my next year was headed. I know based on the fact that I took those actions steps. Yeah, Sarah, uh, you brought up a great point. My cousin, you know, she, she lost her daughter and her daughter was murdered in a fire, house fire. And she says one of the things that she does when she's on, you know, in one of her down days is to give the cashier $20 at a drive-through, whether it's a coffee shop or something else, and buy coffee for the people behind her or by, you know, whatever for the people behind her. And that act of kindness brings joy to her as well. And so I do that as well, but I just wanted to use that as a, an example where it really can shift your energy in a big way when you're helping. I love that because it says give and you shall, it shall be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together, overflowing. So it's like when you give, it's like the seed of creation, the seed of universal spirit of God, and it just multiplies out. And I'm glad you repeated it, Kathleen, because I know you had talked about dancing and that type of thing. But I was like, let's sum it up because people need actionable steps, especially if they're in a place of no passion, right? Or they're in a place where they feel like they've lost it. Um, They need actionable steps. And, you know, I would also say notice the small stuff. Like I remember when I was very sad, I was just so sad. And I went on a walk and I just sat on a bench because I, I was having my own pity party that only I invited myself to. And I'm like, nobody cares for me. Nobody in the whole world. You know, we've all had those. And I noticed this butterfly and 
And so pay attention to the guidance because the guidance will lead you out of it if you follow the guidance. So I noticed this little butterfly and I began to go into the detail of the butterfly, into the design on the butterfly wings. Into, and the butterfly stayed there as long as I needed it there, right? And I noticed the intricacy of how this butterfly had been created and designed and the beauty. And I just began to have that in my heart, you know, and my mood lifted at that point. Now, the deep sadness, I hang yourself out of that. So you can begin to hear that guidance. So just that noticing the sun rays upon your face, right? I've done that before where I would go outside and I still do now just in appreciation that, and I feel each ray just beaming down upon me and just filling my body with love. That's how I envision that. It's like the universe going here, girl, I'm kissing you with the sun, right? So how do you look at life and things and, you know, just start to ask for truth. Just start to do that. And the, the buying for people, you know, behind you or whatever, we reap what we sow. That's a beautiful gesture. So yeah, so in wrapping up today, any closing statements? Whitney, we're not quite sure if Whitney can speak or not. Her internet is in and out here, but Whitney, do you have any closing statements? Yeah, actually, I wanted to just offer up a couple of things that might be helpful. And this goes to the point of staying in the moment, staying present, and then exploring things that you are interested in, in terms of developing that passion. And, and so start with getting, re- start with getting really clear about how you're spending your time, right? Are you not doing things that you are passionate about because you feel like you don't have time. So get clear on how you're spending your time so that you can get rid of time wasters. Reclaim that so that you actually have time to do things. I think a lot of people will say, you know, I don't have time for those things. I'm working. I've got family. I've got this, that, and other thing. Look and see where you know, you're spending your time on things that are not of high value and high priority for you so that you can move something else in, which means learning to say no, right, to those things that are not serving you and your the life that you're designing, going back to your original point. And then be willing to be a beginner, be willing to just do things because they are of interest to you, that there doesn't have to be something that comes out of it on the other end. And then just, again, Nike, just do it. I just love that. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us this week. And we just, you know what? All we want to do is light that match and spark that passion in your soul because Who you really are is not the rut. It's not the numb. It's not that. That's just the state that we might be in at the moment, but we don't have to live there. Okay. So everybody has the capability. Everybody, I didn't say just a few people, everybody has the capability of shifting their state and starting to do the small things that bring them out of something that they may not want to be in. Everybody has this capability within them. So we love you all and we appreciate you. And we will talk to you next week. 
The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.